Welcome to the Let's Talk Autism podcast. I'm Michelle Davey. And I'm Christelle. And it's Monday the 29th of March. The start of World Autism Awareness Week. And this is the Let's Talk Autism podcast marathon. This week, as part of the National Autistic Society's Super 7 Challenge, we will be recording seven podcasts a day for the seven days of World Autism Awareness Week. That's 49 podcasts in a week. It sure is. We better get on with it, Christelle. Let's go. Roll tiles. Welcoming on to the Let's Talk Autism podcast marathon today, we have got Declan. Have you got lovely sunny weather in Scotland at the moment? Unfortunately, no. All right, it's completely completely raining right now. It's like so bad. Oh, thanks so much, Declan, for coming on. Why did you want to come on today? Well, firstly, it was just, you know, kind of get my perspective on autism out there, kind of research and work that I do been doing for the past 10 years which I'll kind of delve into as we go on. Yeah so what is it that that you do for work? Well I started off, do you want me to start off uh, from from where I first started off at 15? Yeah. Right okay. Go Go for it, you've got seven minutes so I started started off at 15, uh, I just had a passion uh, for working with children, not not just with autism but just with additional sport needs in general Um, and you know I I found it really really rewarding and you know it it was fantastic. So then I started volunteering for a local disability club in my area and, you know, they, we just provided multi-sports just for... So did just you for have me. any experience? Is anybody in your family or anybody close to you have uh, um, additional needs? I never actually. It was yeah. just completely, you know, just like off my own back through school and stuff. So like, I was kind of walking into... You know, well, I, didn't, I didn't really know what I was walking into, to be fair. Yeah, it was just to kind of get, get the experience up out there. And yeah, so no experience at all. So what have you found on your journey and your volunteering and your research? Um, what kind of information have you found and how do you get people with SEN involved in swimming? Well, obviously, f- firstly, um, before I got involved in swimming, it was mainly just multi-sports that we'd done. I'd done, I'd done that for, for so many years. It was mainly in the local authority. Uh, we'd done... Like, Sports camp mainly for people who had additional support needs. Uh, we advertised it, and there wasn't really a lot of specialised coaches working in the, that moment because in, in Scotland, I don't, I don't want to sound bad, but in Scotland, there's not really a lot of people who would want to work with a, a child that's got additional support needs. And so, they, therefore, it was our job to try and get it get it out there as much as we can. So, like, as coaches, uh, we went round all the different schools who specialise in additional sport needs and just to try and get, get our name out there uh, and offer just some sports sessions, you know, some sport education, nutrition, which I think was quite a big one as well, which kind of caught a lot of people's eye. Um, and then we just kind of had like we one-on-one parent sessions. Uh, so we, we used to run an after-school club and we got got hold of parents and we just kind of spoke to them about it, about, about them coming along to the sport programme. It was quite busy actually, we, we, the very first one, I think it was back in 2017, 18, and we got we got like 20 kids came along and we delivered a lot of badminton, volleyball and stuff like that. So yeah, it was quite quite good in that in that sense. When we had Dave on before Declan, he was yeah. te- he's a football coach and he was sort of telling us that sort of with the aspect of losing and winning doesn't, always sit right with some parents and you know but what what's your it's a big debate he says what's your view on that should you be given a participation certificate or should um, should you go for first second thirds 
Well, I think well, that, that would be, I would be a bit to, uh, to explain. I, I would talk about swimming in that thing because, you know, as you said, it's quite a big debate. Parents and swimming, when, when especially when they're competing, and, you know, they set the bar so, so high. I do think, yeah, they sh- they sh- you definitely should have a uh, participation and as well the competitive certificate. I don't, I'm not really one to agree on certificates, to be honest with you. I think it's more praise. You know, if you get me, like, it's more praise. That, that could, when, I, when I was coaching, like, I would always constantly praise and uh, reminding them when they came, why they're, why they're here for a purpose, uh, if that makes sense. So like, as soon as they arrive for the session, you know, like, we're getting ready to compete and, and you know, and jump into their head. So I do think it's, it is good to encourage healthy, um, you know, like, competition. Yeah, and, and what would you do if there was a child and they were really, really upset about losing? Like, what's your approach then? Well, I think I think it's like, you know, it's, 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 it's not a hard, it's, it's a hard subject to approach because um, I think, you know, like, when 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 they do come back, you know, say they're upset. I've never really had much kids uh, upset, but you know, like it's just about getting ready. I've said to them, getting ready to go and go again, and you know, and explaining to them, you know, in a calm manner, uh, with good communication. Um, sometimes using visuals as well, which I, which I like to do a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, explain maybe why, you know, why they didn't do well. Because uh, obviously, you you get a lot of swimming coaches who who say oh, that was awful, that was rubbish, and I genuinely, as a coach, you <laughs> know, agree with that. So therefore, I think I think maybe have you have you guys ever heard of the, the, the double double cheese language? Have you ever heard of that? It's just like uh, a no. positive and negative, and then you reinforce it with a positive. So like you give them a positive, then you maybe hit out with a I think we could have done this better, and then reinforce it again with a positive. Um, okay. It doesn't always work, um, but it is, it is something that I have used from time to time. But what what is your vision going forward and with everything you've done already what is the vision going forward do you mean within within research or just a uh, sport and yeah, just in, in what in what you're doing yeah, what, yeah what's what is your dream? it you're trying yeah what is it you're trying to achieve i'm trying to achieve using uh, visual strategies uh to promote good communication uh, for people with autism that's my, my kind of goal going forward yeah is that in sport or just in general with everything yeah, I would quite like to do it uh, in sport and, and as well in general, mainly sport as well. Well, it sounds really good. Yeah, yeah, you can tell your passion for it, Declan. And thank you so much for coming on speaking to us. We'd love to do a full episode with you if you'd like to come back yeah. at another point. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Yeah, I was yeah. just kind of, yeah, absolutely. That's great. Yeah. Oh, thanks so much, Declan, and we'll speak to you later. Bye. No problem. Take care. Bye.